Hello and welcome to Real Talk for Mums. Two personal trainers coming together through birth trauma to bring laughs, tears and a lot of real talk around the health and well-being of mums. Unedited, raw and unapologetically ourselves, Mags and myself, Lara, aim to empower mums with the knowledge and support they deserve to live their best lives. Come join us for a new episode every week. Hello and welcome to another episode. Today we have special guest Steph, one of our nutritionists, and we are discussing the topic of healthy eating and how to safely lose weight. And there was a lot of confusion and this was actually a topic discussed by someone on Facebook and I thought it'd be really good to bring up and get some banter going. So we speak about carbohydrates, sugars, calorie counting, all the different diet cultures that people follow. And to start us off, we've asked Steph to talk about how she counts calories for her clients. What I do is I work out the basal metabolic rate for clients. So that's the like bare minimum calories that you should be consuming just to stay alive. Mm. And then from there, based on uh, how much you're exercising, then I add on extra calories to complement the training that you're doing. Um, And also if you had like a really um, physical job, then that would also account for more food that you would need. And then from that number, then it's based on what your goals are. So you know, if you're wanting to build muscle, then we would add more calories again. If you're wanting to lose weight, then we would reduce it slightly. Or if you're just wanting to maintain where you are, then, you know, we stay at that number. Mm. Um, And then from there, I get a number of calories. And then from that number, then I break it down into carbohydrates, protein and fat. Mm. Um, And The ratios then vary between people um, because everybody's different. It's not a one-size-fits-all thing. Um, And I also account for fibre because I think that's something that isn't spoken about enough, which is extremely important. And fibre, just to clarify, is... uh, So it's the the indigestible parts of food. So if you think about the skins that are on fruit and vegetables... um, if you've ever heard of anything to do with gut health, which seems to be in our face a lot. Yeah, I love gut um, health. <laughs> yeah, it, it, uh, it helps improve gut health. Um, Mags knows all about it because she's the queen of fibre. <laughs> Get your fibre in, Mags, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Does that mean you have great poos? Yeah. Type yeah. four on the Bristol stool chart. Uh, very <laughs> sometimes, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, I think lately, because everything's going on at life, it's kind of a bit all over the shop. Yeah. Um. But every day I poo, where before, sorry listeners, <laughs> where before I could go two, three weeks without pooing. Yes, Shit, I was really? so bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've had people say to me, oh yeah, because I ask them, this is their, on their consultation, like how often do you poo? And they're like, oh, I usually poo around five, every five days. And I'm like, that's, is, that's not right. Mm. You should be going every day. And they're like, no, no, that's my normal. No, it's just still not right. Yeah, so I've had IBS since I was a teenager, mm. and I'm probably two to three times a week. Yeah, and it's something that I've had to work really hard yeah. at because I, yeah, I've struggled with it. Definitely, my gut is not where it should be. 
and that's why I love gut health because I had all of the issues in the past and rectified it Mm. and there's so much to it and I think a lot of it comes down to so you did bodybuilding competition right Mm -hmm. yeah (laughs) me too did it once we'll never do it again never do it horrendous like I had body dysmorphia afterwards I had Mm. eating disorders I was just crazy about food and it was not in if it's not in Tupperware or it's not chicken and rice and broccoli then I couldn't eat it yeah and I think that's why for me I've tried calorie counting and I think it's a good idea maybe if you if you've got no idea what you're eating you can gauge it and try and calorie count for a week or two and then let it go let it go because I think we're so stressed out already Mm. as mums and we're trying to understand what to eat we're trying to feed our children Mm. we're trying to be mothers and then to add on counting calories as well just just it's too much for the mental load yeah for sure and um when I came to calorie counting I noticed that I would eat anything just to fit in my calories Mm -hmm. it wasn't it wasn't good for me so it wasn't like good for my gut and I didn't care because it was like you know, there's zero calorie like noodles. I don't know if you get them here, but you get them in the UK. And I was like, what the hell are they made of if there's no calories mm. whatsoever? But I was happy to eat that because my goal was bigger than my health. Yeah. And I, I that's why I'm mixed about the calories side of things, because mm. back to basics, it makes sense. Like if you've got a fat dog, you don't decide, oh, it might be hormones. It might be stress. It might be this and that that might be why they need to lose weight it's literally eat less move more for the dog so simply um so I get it when it comes to calories like that but for me I just think it's it's too stressful and it creates eating issues Mm. from from my opinion from my experience it did because I was eating stuff that was aggravating my gut as well I think I find though, like, um, um, for people, accountability too. Like, I enjoy counting calories. Um, I don't do it all the time, but I feel, you know, when we first started, I was doing it because I wanted to know what was going in. Because sometimes people are like, oh, I've eaten nothing all day, but they, you know, um, have forgotten about the chocolate bar that they had, or they've forgotten the about the drinks, or mm-hmm. you know, all that kind of stuff. And it's not like putting you on the whole big diet and you know whatever but it's sometimes they don't realize it or oh I snack on nuts but they've gone through a bag of nuts and it's Mm. like you know majority of them are quite high in calories yeah and it's knowing like for me it's the accountability of that I've eaten that right I know what that is you know Mm, what I mean and it's not that I'm glued to it um it's just I like that accountability I guess it depends on the person as well because you are very different Mm. I'm not into structure at all um I kind of very um last minute.com i like uh spontaneous random stuff which is why it works so well with mags because mags is like no let's just rein in a little bit lara um we'll do one thing at a time and then we'll plan for that and we'll put that in place and we'll set that goal like oh okay la 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 up in the fairies (laughs) but the thing is a a calorie is different whether it's like 200 calories in a piece of salmon or 200 calories for a donut Mm. Mm. I think that's where it's like you want to go for foods that are nutriently dense mm-hmm. as well as then looking at calories if that's what you want to do. Yeah, of course. I um, I try and get people to like really analyse what a supermarket looks like. So when you walk into it, 
the things that are naturally occurring to kind of gravitate towards those parts mm -hmm. and then I guess um, it also comes down to knowing how to read food labels and what's actually in the food and you know if you can't recognize the ingredients then maybe that's not the best option that you should you be going for your body exactly yeah, yeah. um I, so many people don't know how to read labels and it's you always focus on the marketing on the outside where it says oh this is amazing I, just for example like um tomato soup my husband went to the shops and he always reads labels now and he was looking on this packet of tinned tomato soup and normally you wouldn't go for that because you want to go for the the sort of organic, healthy, fresh produce with the um, like the plastic seal or something, you know, those ones that you see in the fridges. And he looked at both of them and both of the ingredients on the back. And he was, he was going to go for that good sachet one. And then it ended up being better ingredients on the tin tomato soup mm -hmm. and cheaper as well. But you, you can so easily just go for the marketing on the front because you're going through and it's all quick and just like pick up whatever. Yeah, nice. And I think that was just going to use us as an example. Yeah. yeah um, the before I um started with Steph, you know, I was reading so much. We need more protein. Need more protein. And then I went to the shops and I was looking at all this like more protein in the the bars. Mm -hmm. And then Steph was like, uh, actually, <laughs> um, you know, and it came down to what maybe it was the fifth ingredient in there was where your your healthy stuff was. Everything yeah. else was chocolate, and yeah, it was just amazing. And just skimmers, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I did not because I was reading the label on the outside, nine grams of protein. Mm -hmm. And um, you know, when I was putting it into my fitness pal, I was counting my grams of protein. And that's all I cared about. And then when you were taught me, um, I was like, oh, my God. And now I go for the other ones. And I, it's ones funny with because seeds. my husband with the seeds, and I'm there to my husband, these are actually better for you. And he goes, oh, they look ugly. And he won't touch them. And I was like, you haven't even tasted them and you've already got it in your head that they're not nice. Yeah. yeah. Is that right, Rory? You can go for the protein water then. What is that? What is that even made of? It's got protein water. I I think it's just um, amino acids oh, added okay. to water. So because it's amino acids, it's the building blocks of protein. So mm. then they can label it as protein. protein. I've seen gluten-free water as well, which is like gluten-free water. Yeah, what's the water if it isn't if it is gluten? What? I said all water is gluten-free. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's the marketing bullshit world. Oh my god! No wonder people are confused. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I mean, this post made so much sense because I was like, yeah. I really understand your confusion because you're just going around in circles yeah. of what to eat. Um, <clears throat> I don't know if this is true, Steph, but I heard that if you go in a supermarket and you aim for all of the outside, mm. then you're better off, and you leave all of the middle because that's just all of the processed crap box stuff, and all of the outside is like yeah. literally fruit and veg, bread meat so the butchers mm. the fish and then you come back round yeah and I think you've got the milk and the cheese, yeah, cheese. on the outside as I mean, well mm -hmm. so, you just go yeah. all around the outside yeah. and then you're done and you don't get caught up in the middle of confusion land I I do think like the the middle aisles with like the spices and oh, like yeah. pasta and pulses that aisle is okay, but then just avoid all of the others. <laughs> yeah. You're just like beeline, just don't look at the other aisles, okay? Right, yeah. I need to go down my pasta aisle. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about, because someone here was saying, how can you have full fat cream loaded with calories, but you can't have light milk with minimal calories? 
Wait, can you say that? Yeah. <laughs> full, so she's saying, how can you have full fat cream loaded with calories, but you can't have light milk? And again, I think it's something that we're talking about because it depends on your goal. Obviously, mm. light milk and things, they're highly processed because milk is naturally full fat, creamy milk. Mm. That's how it is. So you're better off going for things that are in its real form. Correct. And you don't then focus on the calories. Yes, it's more calories in mm. that full fat milk or cream or butter, but it is better for you in the long run mm -hmm. because we're talking about health rather than calories. Calories. I think when you change your mindset to be, yes, I do want to lose weight, mm. but I want to be healthy. And when your body is in balance and it's healthy, then it will naturally be a weight it, it can be mm. and you will lose the weight. So I would be looking at two things. So I would first of all look at the ingredient list. So like what we were saying, mm. recognisable ingredients, which there should be for milk. Um, and then just say milk, wouldn't you? Yeah. <laughs> and then I would be looking at, um, so on the nutrition panel, if you look at the per 100 gram label on the right hand side because the left hand side is what they define as a serving size which may be incorrect right. and then you can compare per 100 grams to per 100 grams yeah um so we did that with the muesli bars and then you can make a comparison between different products oh cool okay so when you say the serving size could be incorrect is that so the serving size, they determine their own serving size um, because, you know, if they put a higher serving size, it makes you go through the product more. So okay. then you have to buy it again. Yeah. Um, oh, clever. Yeah. All, all these little marketing yeah. tactics. Hmm. Okay. So we've got another one. Are carbs sugar, which then is calories, I know this person is very focused on calories, so don't carbs equal sugar, which equal fat? Oh, <laughs> she said, I think the whole thing is like, there's a lot of myth around don't eat carbs, remove carbs, <laughs> remove sugar. And when it comes to sugar, sugar is sugar, right? Mm. It, it, your body doesn't know whether it's a donut mm. or whether it's like fruit. fruit. It's sugar. It converts the same in the body. Yeah. But when it's fruit, then it's more nutrients than if you're eating a donut. Correct. So if you are eating a lot of healthy sugar, you're still putting on weight because it's still sugar converted in the body. If you're not moving mm -hmm. enough for it, otherwise it will store in the body. Is that right? Yeah, that's, that's right. <laughs> and the same with carbohydrates. So if you're eating more carbohydrates than you're burning, mm -hmm. then it will store as fat in the body. Yeah. So the idea is don't remove food groups. Mm. It's just get that right balance for your body. Yeah. Like if, you're yeah if you're feeling like you've put on weight, go and work with you, but <laughs> just monitor it. Or even, um, so uh, when I first start working with people, I get them to keep a three-day food diary. So mm. then I can see their habits and so many people are um, surprised at what they're actually putting in when they then have to write it down. And it's even, you know, it's it's important for me, but it's also giving them, you know, it's on pen and paper. You can't avoid it. Yeah. This is what I've eaten. And, you know, some people will be like, oh, this isn't normal for me, but this is what you've had. So it yeah. is normal, but it's also okay because that's, yeah. 
that's like that's what you're having but then because it's out in front of you it's then also um you know then you can work out what you need to change yeah I love that and I love the three-day food diary because it does surprise people and I like to add in like what their gut's doing um what their periods are like and also what what they because I want people to understand what works for their body I think Mm. the whole idea of this confusion is that no one knows no one pays attention to their own unique body like some people don't like eating liver (laughs) me Mags (laughs) loves liver and then if you get told that it's healthy to eat liver and you're forcing yourself to eat liver it's not right I don't like um I can't tolerate broccoli and cauliflower it doesn't I don't like the taste it doesn't sit well with me but that's healthy food yeah I get bloated from eating apples yeah see that's healthy yeah although in the body body building world you can't eat apples can you it's too much sugar I was I used to fear apples barramundi and broccoli were you every day every meal yeah I was salmon or awful lean chicken with no skin and it's like dry rice and broccoli Mm. probably why I don't like broccoli now um talking about sugar (laughs) yeah talking about sugar I'm constantly talking to my in-laws because when they look after Monty they're always like oh no he didn't eat he um he ate really well I was like, what did he eat? Um, And it's always just all the carbohydrates, all the sugar. So they don't see maple syrup as a sugar. So they give him pancakes and maple syrup in the morning and then a banana. And then it's morning tea with like two marshmallows. And then it's a biscuit. And then it's some toast. And you're just like, you're just piling on. No wonder he's hungry. Mm. Because I find if I eat loads and loads of carbohydrates, then I'm more hungry than if I'm eating fat or protein yeah but then it's it's trying to explain to someone that maple syrup is still sugar and so is the fruit that you're eating and then all of this on top it's I think that's where her confusion is yeah so you need to you need to pair it with protein so the protein will then send your body signals to say stop eating you're full that's why that's why people can overeat with donuts and chocolate and these sugary carbohydrates because there's not a lot of protein in there, so there's nothing to tell your body to stop. Clever. So get some more protein in you. Yeah. So many people don't. Do you find that? They're not eating enough protein. Yeah, protein, it's hard. Um, and it's even harder, again, um, you know, for people that don't eat meat. Mm. Um to try and get their you know, like enough protein in the day. Yeah. Um, but that's where education is really important and knowing what works for you. This is this is what we keep coming back to. You need yeah. to find what works for you. Exactly. And not pay attention to other people. Yeah. Now, I can understand why she posted that because mm. of the confusion. But then I bet she's more confused now because yeah. everyone All has the opinions. opinions. Yeah. And yeah. I was like, well, I have no idea what to eat now. Yeah. You haven't helped me whatsoever. Yeah. Um, we're talking now about, um, I think she was bringing up keto. Mm-hmm. Um, how can you have cheese every night, but you can't have fruit? Again, it's what we've been talking about. Yeah, so um, keto is, uh, is that? It's the high fat. That, that's the high, high fat, high, a minimal protein, and then like barely any carbohydrates. Yeah. yeah. I, I think what we spoke about in the last episode that, 
you know, this comes back to that diet culture and even with bodybuilding, like diets have an expiration date. There's something that can be done short term. And a lot of people do get results from keto, but then they stop and they go back to, you know, in air commas, normal eating. Yeah. And then they go back to where they were. So why don't you just try and find that balance where you can still have your cheese, you can still have your fruit, but just in more manageable amounts? Definitely. Yeah. It's another diet, isn't it? Mm. If you're, I think if you're removing a food group. That's red flag. Yeah. Because yeah. we're not even saying remove sugar. No. We're just saying understand sugar. Yeah. And learn, learn what works for you. Mm. Learn the portion sizes. And know that sugar is sugar. Mm-hmm. So if you want to have a donut, have a donut. Mm. But don't have a freaking donut every meal, every yeah. day. And also, if you're going to have one, don't then, you know, go and beat yourself up about it or feel like you have to go and you know run 10k to work it off like just have it and enjoy it and move on yeah that's the other thing isn't it like I liked what someone posted I agreed with part of what she said she said um someone so someone said exercise equals think of exercise as strength and fitness and food as weight loss now I with the food thing I I agree with the exercise equals strength and fitness so when you get head around that you're not going to lose weight by exercising Mm. because otherwise you're punishing yourself yeah and you just end up causing issues Mm. but when it comes to the food i think it's about again focusing on what works for your body and not doing things that work against it correct because if you do focus on the weight loss then you are more prone to trying anything that will make you lose weight rather than anything to make you feel healthy and like get the gut health back and get the clearer skin and get the balanced um hormones and all of that stuff yeah I think once you start saying that you have to remove things it it also makes people want them more yeah you can never eat chocolate cake again yeah like can we just start normalizing eating less nutritious things at some point and being okay with that because then you know that you've got a limit mm. and, and then it's, it's just normal. Well, what is it with you, Max, that you do with Sean in that you don't say no to him with anything? Like you were talking about him drinking things and eating things and he's actually stopped. He actually makes his own choices now. Mm. Yeah, yeah. We introduce everything um, to him and, um, yeah, um, he doesn't have that want for it. You know, like I find um some other children because they're not allowed sweets and when they are allowed sweets they'll go hell for leather Mm -hmm. and like just an example last week um when he'd finished his training um he wanted another treat because his friends were having treats and I said no you've already had your treat after dinner Mm -hmm. oh mom and I said no you know the way it is you you got a choice after dinner or after your race and he's like okay fine and that was it there was no tantrums there was no arguments there was nothing and he knows in moderation, you know, he gets it. Yeah. Um, and he's tried fizzy drinks. He's not really massive into fizzy drinks, mm. but I don't say no to anything. And I find it worked really well for us. That's yeah. Good. And like, um, it's funny because I told him about his rice and his um, egg. The only way he'd eat eggs and his fried rice. And he'd coaching last night. His dinner was fried rice. And then he goes, mommy, could we try the rice with the quinoa and brown rice? And he pulled it out of the cupboard and that's the rice we had rather than white rice last night and he just loves it and that's his special thing before his um thing and that's him just learning that this helps me get energy you know nice. so 
But um, yeah, so that's what I find works for our family. Yeah. And I think also um, the other thing, like when we're talking to children, um, I find that some people can put like dessert on a pedestal. Yeah. And I think that's also something that we need to try and not do. Definitely. Again, like we need to just look as food as it, like it's all as one. It's not making things better or worse than the other. I watched a um, video on Instagram probably, um, and it was how to not create fussy eaters in children. It's and it's putting food in front of them and it says here you go, yeah. and it says here you go. Whether it's like a biscuit, here you go, or it's protein and veg, here you go. It's not creating anything about it. It's just yeah, putting it in front of them and say it's not saying you can have that if you um, if you eat all of that and da 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 da. It's just seeing food as food we've started I just put all of the food on the table and then the kids just put it on their plate and I try and as much as possible not to you know lean them towards something or and and so then they they get control but I'm also controlling what's there too yeah and so you know there might be fruit or there might be you know what we see as a treat but they don't know because it's just all there and yeah I love that yeah, just trying to, it's a you good know. Idea. I remember doing that with Monty when we went on a long flight. So I bought these um, giant tub of individual boxes. It was about oh, yeah. 16. I've 20... seen like the tackle boxes. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, bought yeah. it from Bunnings as a tackle box, like five bucks. Yeah. And you just put loads of different things in. So it's like mm. a game that entertains them, but it's all the stuff that I'm okay with him eating, yeah. but he's allowed to have that choice. Yeah. Because kids just want control. Yeah. And they just, they want to, um, I guess, feel valued as well. I saw so. someone else who said, have a plate on the table um, of, and that's where kids can decide whether they don't want to eat that thing on their plate. So they have that choice. So it's, that's the plate. I can't remember what they called it. It's the, I don't want to eat that today plate. Mm. So they just like, oh, cool, put that there. So it's still something that they're doing. Mm to have control I find as well like when I make Sean's lunch I make everything easy for him I chop it up like his apple today it's peeled it's sliced yeah and he'll quickly eat that where if he just sat, sit there and chew an apple mm. um he would just chuck half of it away so yeah. and I know some people are off oh, god's sake Max he's seven now but I find if I make things easier it's way better yeah but that's what works yeah. for him again yeah. this is this is what we're saying like what find what works for you yep yeah, if people are telling you why you're doing that, but that that's what works for Sean. And I've just he's such an active boy that he wants to be. He can't in the he playground. Would so. prefer to starve yeah. than miss out in playtime. That's Monty. Yeah. That's what Austin <laughs> does at childcare too. They're sitting down for morning tea, oh, and he's still he's still just playing with all the cars on the other side. I don't want to eat. I want to keep playing. Yeah. And so yeah, I try and make it as easy as possible and as simple as possible mm. because we used to come home with lunch box is full and I'd be like what was you in the lunch today and purposely sometimes I'd hide things in the lunchbox and I was like oh well there was something in your lunchbox you didn't see today and then I find everything is just simple for him and he's eating it better for me yeah and then like he's having wholemeal bread with salami it's plain there's no butter it's just dry that's mm. what he likes you know where I was trying to do pastas I was trying to do rice I was trying to do different things and put them in a heat you know one of the flask things and it was just like it's too hard to find someone in the yard to open it for me <laughs> you know oh. so just make everything simple wow. yeah. and it's just working really good yeah, yeah. let's talk portion control mm. um to finish because 
you I don't know, you probably experience it, but we often find people eating well for their body, but they're just overeating and they have no idea how to listen to their own hunger because they're like, oh, it's it's breakfast time or they go, oh, it's lunchtime, I should eat rather than stopping, seeing if they're hungry and then eating when they are hungry. Mm. I find that that's why so many people overeat. And also if they like the meal, you know, if, you, I think if you're sitting down and having dinner, you're like, oh, it's tasty, I'm gonna have another one because yeah. I haven't had to rush all day and now I get to sit down and eat so I'm going to gorge on everything and then feel sick <laughs> so Very, rule with portions um like there is and there isn't so again it, it comes down to finding out what your body needs for your goals so that would be the first step um but there are uh you know so for fruit and veg for example like the there's marketing on the tv that you need two serves of fruit a day and five serves of vegetables as an adult um and you know that can then change when you're breastfeeding or you know for children they have different requirements too uh but it it's it's learning about what you need and finding that out and without knowing that you're always going to be guessing um second part to that would be making sure that you're having all of your macronutrients in the meal because without protein like we said before your body's not going to have a way to tell you that it's full so if you've just got a pasta dish and it might just be pasta you know you could keep having that and you know then you're three bowls deep and you're like oh god like I'm not feeling so good now yeah um yeah it's educating yourself to find out how to create nutritionally balanced meals that do tick all the boxes mm. and also like we said before fiber fiber will tell you that you're full so if you're getting enough fiber in your day technically you shouldn't be overeating because your body will be um, naturally filling up mm. and everyone needs to slow down when they eat because <laughs> yeah. we're all in a rush I totally get that but it can take 20 minutes for your body to recognize that it's full I was going to ask you if there was a certain time uh, it's a rough guide but yeah, yeah but about 20 minutes because you you eat and you eat and you eat and you eat and then finally it kicks in and then it really kicks in you're like oh my goodness I am sick like your in- intestines are huge so it's got to, you've got to give it time to get down there. Yeah. That's like Christmas slow. dinner. Yeah, exactly. You're just sitting there. I got moved for the day after eating the dinner. That's why people need a nap in between. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what I think as well, it's, um, you know, we always compliment people on like, you know, when you lose weight. Oh my God, how did you do it? I did keto. Oh my God, how did you do it? I did blah 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 yeah Yeah. oh how did you and then it's like oh well it worked for her I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna try that and that's like that post because I read through it as well I've tried this this worked really well for me I've tried this um you know no offense to any trainers out there I've tried this trainer and she got me on this nutrition diet but the thing is and we've spoken about this previous podcast is like some personal trainers out there aren't nutritionally qualified and that's why we've got Steph on today because we're not nutritionally qualified and like Steph will work out your body um, to what suits you. You know what I mean? It's not that just because Lara did this, Steph did this, and I did this, that mightn't work for you, where a qualified nutritionist can help you. And that's where sometimes I personally feel 
um, nutritionist or brushed under the carpet because I could just go on the internet yes. and I can find it. But mm-hmm. no, actually, Steph has done a lot of training mm-hmm. to be here. Um, and, you know, no offense to other personal trainers that are giving out these nutrition programs. But they've given that to the 50 other people that are coming to it as well. And it might work. And we've spoken about this before. If anyone hasn't listened to our other podcast, the 20 out of that 50 might work for, but the other 30, I shouldn't have given that number. The other 30, <laughs> <laughs> number it mightn't have worked for them yeah. and then they're beating themselves up at home going well I did the same as Steph and why didn't I lose the weight and I think it's really finding yeah. your niche and what works for you and your family isn't it Steph? yeah and also like you are not taking into consideration any other medical issues that they might have so like I've been working with girls that have um polycystic ovarian syndrome yeah. and yeah. weight loss takes so much longer for those ladies and that's really hard when they're seeing other people get results faster and to manage those expectations like I have to be very delicate with the way that I talk to them in comparison because what they have to follow everything like perfectly and they might not get results as fast as someone else who doesn't have something like that so that's why you can't do a stock standard thing because it's not taking into consideration all of your medical history, your family history, and the challenges that you could already have. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But even it's well, like just having babies, there's four months between our kids. Look at you. <laughs> what have you been doing? <laughs> yeah, standing a yeah. lot. Um, don't you find, though, when it comes to like personal trainers or fitness people, then they put their own opinions on a diet onto their clients which is why it's even more so important to go with a professional like nutritionist, dietitian, whatever who specializes in food because mm. they won't put their hopefully if they're a good one they won't put their opinions on the client mm. they just work out what's best for the client because i find um other personal trainers um know what they works for them so they're like I'm going to give you what works for me so that's what happened to me when I did bodybuilding exactly so I so (laughs) I went to because you know I was naive I went to her because it worked for her and she put this she put me on the same thing and then I got all of these health issues Mm -hmm. from doing that and she looks great yeah and you come yeah and you know looking back now like hindsight's a magical thing Mm -hmm. but I I didn't do that for me. So that's why I guess I preach it more now because I know how bad it can go. Mm. One of the girls that I competed with, she ended up getting jaundice because she was on what this other girl was doing. And, you know, and then she had to come out of that and she then couldn't do the competition that she had been working so hard for. Like it's just it's it's setting yourself up for failure. That's when your goal is bigger than your health, and that's when it's an issue. Mm. Yeah. Um, do you want anyone to know anything to leave with? I'm amazing. I'm amazing. <laughs> we know that, Max. We know you are. I wouldn't have said that how many months ago. No, you are amazing. I love it. I think everyone should say that about themselves. You don't know like yourself more than anyone. I else. feel like every mother should say that to herself at it's some point. Season. Yes. <laughs> Everyone who's listening, tell yourself you're amazing because you're a mum and you just fucking are. Exactly. And hooray for Mother's Day. Yeah. We just had a conversation about that. Mother's Day is now a Mother's Day. And we actually, well, I was saying that me and my husband decided 
on <laughs> Father's Day, he gets to go off, not have any kids. I'll look mm. after the kids. Same for me. Mother's Day, Excellent. see ya. I'm yeah. doing whatever I want with no children. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. We hope we've answered or helped you in some way with um, your diet. Ultimately, it's about listening to your own body and finding out what works for you. Thank you so much for listening. And as always, if you have any questions or feedback, please drop us an email at realtalkformums at gmail.com. And we're here to listen. So drop us a review. And please do share with other mums or dads who you think might benefit from listening to us crazies on the uh, podcast. Thanks so much again.